Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Miketz. And in this parasha we read of the ever-evolving saga between Yosef and his brothers. But with your permission, I'm going to veer away from the parasha for just a moment and reflect just for a few moments on this beautiful Yom Tev of Hanukkah. And we know that we observe Hanukkah with a couple of key components. The Gemara tells us, number one, we light the menorah. We paskin like Beis we add on an additional light for every single night. And of course, then the Gemara says, also, Halal and Hoda'ah. We recite to complete Halal, and in Modim, or after Modim, I should say, we insert Alanisim and Bimei Matesio. But there's another part of Hanukkah, which although it is not a halacha, although it is not brought down in Shulchan Aruch, we have the concept of playing with the dreidel. Wherein lies the significance of the dreidel? Now granted, not of the most profound theological questions, but yet, when you find something firmly embedded in the fabric of a yamtif, you have to imagine that there's some type of deeper meaning associated with it. So wherein lies the meaning of the dreidel? And the Tamiyam in Hagim actually focuses on this, and he says something amazing. He makes a contrast between Hanukkah and Purim, which are often kind of put together, two sister Yamim Tovim, both rabbinic Yamim Tovim. And Tamiyam and Hagim says something amazing. He says, on Purim, you take a gragger. How do you take a gragger? You hold it on the bottom and you spin it. Hanukkah, I take a dreidel. How do you take it? You hold it from the top and you spin it. Says Tamiyam and Hagim, why the difference? And he says something so beautiful. He says, on Purim, on Purim, remember, the miracle happened in Teva. Right? The miracle happened and it was embedded in the natural order of things. There's Mordechai, there's Esther, there's a whole plan. The name of Hashem doesn't appear once in the Megillah. So on Purim, it looks like the miracle is coming from below. So you hold it below almost as if to show that the salvation happened through the innovation, determination, and dedication of people. Of course, no, that's not true. That's the whole, that's the whole camp of Purim. The whole idea is that even when something looks natural, the supernatural is always guiding it. Kaddish Baruch Hu was involved in everything. Even if his name is not in the Megillah, he's choreographing every single detail of the Megillah. But yet, we give expression to this dynamic by creating movement from the bottom. Create movement from the bottom, showing that the movement of Purim happened again through people, through Teva, through nature. Contrast that with Hanukkah. There is nothing natural about Hanukkah. We had absolutely no ability to win the war on our own, and we certainly had no ability to cause oil to remain lit for eight days. And therefore, again, the movement of events for Hanukkah was from above. So when we spin the dreidel, we hold the dreidel from above, representing the Yad Hashem. My hand, when I spin the dreidel, Kivyocho represents the hand of Hashem, creating movement in our lives, creating movement for our nation, creating movement in the form of salvational miracles. A beautiful distinction. The, you'll never look at a gragger and the dreidel the same. The gragger from below representing, again, looks like Purim. We did everything. We caused the movement. Dreidel, I hold it from above. Clear. Terech Baruch Hu caused the movement. A beautiful, magnificent idea. But the Vashem says something a little bit different. And the Vashem explains that the power of the dreidel is really in a simple idea. You know what's the most incredible thing about dreidel? A little flick of the wrist, a little flick of the wrist causes ongoing movement. And says the Vashem you know what the message in that is? Sometimes we think that in order to get real traction in life, we have to do something dramatic. In order to really move myself forward, I have to, I have to turn myself over, turn the world over, do incredibly overwhelming, cathartic things. Pashan says, not true, look at the dreidel. 
What happens with adrenal? One little flick of the wrist, one little, one little, it's not even a flick of the wrist, one little flick of the fingers, right? A little movement, sometimes barely even noticeable. And what happens? That dreidel keeps spinning and moving and moving and moving. And if you're especially adept, you can make that dreidel go here, go there, move all over the place. One little movement. You don't need to affect cathartic change in order to experience personalistic growth. But even a little bit of movement, even a little something, pushing myself a little bit more, advancing myself a little bit more, a little turn here, a little turn there, a little adjustment in this, a little bit more of this or a little bit less of this, one little bit could spark a process of dramatic, magnificent, and holy movement. That, says the Baal Shem Kadesh, is the entire message of the dreidel. One little movement, one little flick of the wrist, could create or could pave the way for such dramatic continued movement. You don't have to engage in overwhelming, comprehensive life change in order to put yourself on the right path. You just have to start with something. A little something, a little movement is all you need. And in fact, this theme is seen in the parsha as well. We know the parsha begins with Yosef interpreting the dreams of Paro. And of course, again, we, know, well, we all know the story. Paro has the dreams about the stars, about the cows. Again, years of plenty, years of famine. Yosef interprets it, catapulted to the position of the viceroy of Egypt. Incredible, incredible. What I want to draw your attention to is remember, how did Paro know? How did Paro know that Yosef was an interpreter of dreams? Because remember again, the, the, his, his wine steward, right? His wine steward is Sarah Tabachim. In the beginning of the parish, he says to Paro, oh, by the way, he sees Paro's troubled by his dream. And he says, Paro, listen, when I was in jail, when I was incarcerated, I had a dream. There was this Hebrew servant who interpreted my dream. That's how Paro found out. If you go back to the end of Parashas Vayeshev, and you look at Yosef's, Yosef's interaction, with, at that point in time, Paro's, Paro's two, two incarcerated prisoners, right? There was the baker and the butler, the Sarah Tabach and the Sarah Ophim. So the Torah says something absolutely amazing. The Torah tells us, this is the end of last week's parasha. The Torah tells us that each of them had their dreams. What happened? Perak Mem, chapter 40, Pasuk Vav, Pasuk 6, the end of last week's parasha. Yosef comes in the morning and he sees the butler and the baker and he sees that they're troubled. They're troubled. Yosef goes over to them and he says to them, Why are you upset? Why are you upset? Why are you upset? And they go on and they tell him, We dreamt the dream, we don't know what it means, it's very distressing. And Yosef goes on to interpret their dreams. So, dear friends, listen to the following Yosef, Yosef saw that these two people were distressed. He saw that they were upset. He didn't know about what, but about something. You know, sometimes in life you see someone is having a bad day, and let's be honest, sometimes you know like the right thing to do is to ask them how they're doing, but I, I, I don't want to get into it now. I just, I just don't want to get into it. So either I pretend like I don't see, or I just make some superficial conversation without getting too much in depth, but I, I just, avoidance, avoidance, avoidance. Yosef is in jail. Yosef is in jail. Yosef had every single right to mind his own business. I've got an, if you're Yosef, you can say to yourself, I've got enough going on in my life. My brothers sold me, stripped me of everything. My mother died. My father, I don't even know what's up because did he, why did he send me? Did he, did, was this plan? I have no idea. So if you're Yosef, if you're Yosef, 
you've got just a couple of issues going on. You're in the dungeon, you're in the dungeon, you're experiencing fall after fall after fall. So sad that the butler and the baker look a bit distressed. You know what, I would venture to say, most people in jail probably look a bit distressed. So if you're Yosef, you have every single right to kind of just say, not my problem, and let's move on. But instead, what does Yosef do? He goes over to them. He goes over to them. Madua penechem roim hayom. He asked them a simple question. What's wrong? That simple question led to their dreams, led to the interpretations, led to the restoration of the Sarat Abachim to his post, led him to speak to Paro. Paro has a dream. Ultimately, leads Paro back to Yosef. Yosef made the viceroy, the family reunited, Yaakov's family saved from regional famine. All because of one little movement. All because of one little turn. Yosef chose to go right. You know, you can imagine, right? The, the, the butler and the baker are sitting on the right. So he could go, he could turn right, say, hey guys, what's wrong? Or you know what? You could just keep walking left. Just turn away. Just turn away. And life becomes so much easier. But Yosef, was, Yo, Yosef made the decision, so to speak, to be the dreidel. He made the decision, one little turn. Guys, what's wrong? What's wrong? And one little turn, one little movement, fundamentally changed the course of his life and the life of Klal Yisrael to this very day. One little move fundamentally changed the trajectory of Yosef's life. That was a dreidel moment. And life is filled with these dreidel moments. A little bit of movement, a little bit of movement goes so far. This was the greatness of Yosef. And the truth is, you could trace this through all of our great people throughout history. They have their dreidel moments where they just decide to go ahead and do something, a little bit, a little bit of movement. And a little bit of movement goes so far. So dear friends, we should be Zohar Emirat Hashem. First of all, to have a beautiful Shabbos Hanukkah an uplifting, illuminated Shabbos Hanukkah. We should be zochet to light our menorahs b'simcha. Temir Hashem say halal v'hodah with a heart filled with incredible hislavos. We should be zochet, Temir Hashem, not just to play dreidel. We should be zochet to live dreidel and to recognize that all you really need in life to be successful is a little bit of movement because the dreidel teaches us that one little bit of life movement can pave the way for dramatic, ongoing greatness. Wishing everyone a lichtige Hanukkah and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.